All right, it's 103.7 WMGM Rocks. Wrapping up the live feed there. Of course, now our live cuts every Friday at noon. I said I had a live guest coming in studio as well. I didn't say who, so I will let this gentleman introduce himself to everybody out there. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, Chris Daughter here. How are you? Uh, I well, I'm good. I hope they're all good as well. I'm, I'm going to assume they just all answered back. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, uh, welcome, welcome Thanks to the studio. Thanks, Thanks for, for coming in. Me. Got a show tonight. Yes, yeah, we're playing at the Borgata, and uh, we're super excited. And hope everybody comes out and hangs with us. Nice, uh, Tremani opening up still. Uh, no, no, uh, it is a evening. Is an evening with no openers. Tonight. Oh, nice. Yeah. So yeah, if you're Tremani was on the. He, they played when we had to cancel. So okay, yes, yeah. I think he joins back with us next week. Yeah, we're excited. Awesome, that's yeah. great. So you're going to be in the intimate uh, room, the uh, music box. Yes. So, so it's an evening with. So, can we expect deeper cuts and you just to have fun with this? I mean, we're going to have fun. Uh, and there's, <laughs> we're playing a lot of the new record. Um, okay. It may be a little self indulgent, but I'm so proud of this record. We just want to. Give them as much of it as possible that uh, that we can fit in the set and still play some of the uh, the older faves. So uh, the record came out September. September, I yeah. So uh, with the touring and and going on tour and trying to figure out a set list and everything, how are the new songs fitting in with uh, you know the hits that you've had? Yeah, well, um, we we I pretty much designed it around the new record. So I, I, these are the songs that I wanted to play off the new record, and then. Which which singles from prior records probably fit the best, and honestly, which ones do we actually want to play? You know, if I'm being <laughs> honest. Um, so it, there was a little bit of that, and um, might be the first time in uh, in a few years where we haven't heard people complain about not playing certain songs gotcha. because I think they're getting so much of the energy from the new record; they're not missing it. All right, so we talked uh, back on the on the phone back in November. Yeah, um, and I talked about a show that I saw you at because uh, we were talking about you know Seven Dust, Tremonti, Dolce, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe a weird lineup, but not you know when you it really get down weird. to it. Um, but I saw you pretty much open up for Twisted Sister one time. <laughs> <laughs> That's up in, right. Up in Lakewood. That is right. I and, forgot about that. And I'll tell you this. Before you went on was Ace Freely of Kiss. Yes. Before they went on, Fuel played. And before that, Overkill played, which is a thrash metal band from the 80s. Um, it was uh, quite the eclectic evening. Yeah, like none of us fit. Like <laughs> none of us fit together, but it all somehow works. Uh, it's the beauty of music, right? Yeah. Um, I always find it... Um, Slightly boring when when the opener is too close to the headliner, okay. you know, musically. Uh, so I always think it's interesting when you throw a bunch of misfits together. And it, what was weird was it, we it, opened for Kiss once, and I remember okay. looking out, and it was the weirdest experience because I'm looking at the the diehard Kiss fans in makeup. <laughs> screaming our lyrics back to us and we were like where are we right now and it, it hey it worked nobody booed us so that well, was good with daughtry kiss you'd even say twisted sister maybe a little different a little weird but it's all melodic rock when you get right down to exactly. it. exactly there you go and you can sing along there's to the it. common thread but i will say this because we're in we're I'm, I'm down on the field i was near the stage and it's billed as twisted sister's Final performance ever. And honestly, they've stuck with it. I don't think they performed yeah. since. And so it's all Twisted Sister fans. And they put you on right before that. And I'm like going, I don't know how this is going to go for him. And uh, you held your own. We you we did. try not to pay attention to that stuff because it's easy <laughs> to get in your head and start going, we got to change the set list. we got to, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we, we just 
you know, we've we've done this enough to realize like you're on the bill for a reason. Somebody out there wants to see it, so yeah. just go do what you do. Absolutely. So, yeah. uh, dearly beloved, of course, uh, in September you released it. So, I'm assuming you you uh, you recorded this during the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, how was it recording that? Were you were able to get into a studio, or were you like yeah. emailing everything to each other? Well, we started pre-pandemic, and we had about um, had about six songs written and recorded vocally, and you know, scratch track to get everybody else on. Um, in Nashville, and then the pandemic hit, and we kind of took two months step back and reassessed and started doing things via Zoom, writing, and I would go back in the studio because half the production team was in L.A., half was in Nashville, so I would we would get in the studio with a mask and... Mm-hmm. Sometimes wear it, and, <laughs> and we're like, "You, you good? I'm good. All right, cool." Um, and we just kind of eased back into it, and there was, you know, no shortage of things to write about then. So the the creativity was was on fire, and we were just, you know, one song after another, and we made it happen. Nice Nashville. Every you two have been to Nashville. Yeah. I've talked to two people uh, on the phone uh, this week that are in Nashville. They were in Nashville. Talked to Desmond Child, uh, yeah. the songwriter. He, does he live in Nashville now, yep. too? Everybody. He's, Nash- he's been heard, there. I heard Robert Plant even lives in Nashville. Oh, my God. Uh, he said he's been there since 94. Oh, wow. Uh, and then uh, yesterday I talked to Lizzie Hale of Hailstorm, who they yep. went to, to Nashville. Everybody's in Nashville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we're, we're talking the new record. Uh, you got a new single. So you know what? We're going to play it. I'm going to let you introduce it. Uh, all right. This is our <laughs> – here we go. Just jump right to it. This is our new single, Changes Are Coming, from Daughtry, your favorite band. (laughs) Sitting here with Chris Daughtry in the studio here, getting ready for tonight over at Borgata, an evening with Chris Daughtry and Daughtry, well, I guess Daughtry. Yeah, yeah. So um, It's a little redundant. (laughs) (laughs) Chris Daughtry from Daughtry. Was there ever, uh, at any point in time, you were going to name the band something, or was it always going to be Daughtry? It's so weird because, like, um, that's... A lot, of, a lot of times I'd say that's my biggest regret is not coming up with a cooler band name. Um, because after, you know, being on such a massive TV show and having all that recognition, I was afraid that if I went with something more obscure, then, you know, people would, I don't know who the hell that is. Mm-hmm. And so I was trying to keep the recognition, but still make it sound like a band like, like Bon Jovi, you know, go with the last name. I or always, Winger. I, <laughs> it's funny. I remember when, when Dawkins broke up, the guitar player, George Lynch, says, I will never be in a band with someone's name. His next band, Lynch Mob, that's his last name. <laughs> that was his last name. So I guess they just, they it fit so well. So. I, I think that's also one of the nice things about having Tremonti out on the road with us. We're like, neither one of us are very creative. With, with yes, Tremonti and, and Daltrey, yeah. <laughs> But he's been he's in two other bands. Yeah, yeah. So he, he made up for he, it by he, having two other cool bands. He so. gave up. Damn it. He gave up with I the name. It. So last year, fifteen years from the debut. So congratulations oh, wow. on that. That's crazy. Um but before you put that out, and I guess right after uh, American Idol, you were offered the uh the fuel yeah. from it. Did you ever consider doing it or you really wanted to be on your own? No, because like a couple reasons. A Brett Scallions is alive. Like it's always weird to replace some <laughs> A singer that's still around, like, hey, dude, I'm right here. Um, and I didn't want to um, be beheld, held into their catalog. You know, I mm-hmm. wanted to do my own thing and make a name for myself, whether it failed or, or, or not. I wanted to at least have my own lane and, and not be the dude that replaced the other dude. Okay. 
And you were a songwriter before, American yeah, Idol. Yeah. So I, I, obviously you you had songs yeah. and, and stuff. So that makes sense. You've worked with a lot of artists. I was I was looking you know, whether or not the internet is 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 lying to me or not. But I uh, and Kowalczyk alive. Yeah, yeah. I saw you work with Brett uh, Brett um, Smith from Shine Down yeah. and a host of other artists. Do you enjoy collaborating? And I do. I do. I, I look at every one of those opportunities as as a learning experience. Um, you pick up something different from each writer and their approach, and you realize that that like none of us are really any different. That we all kind of approach things in our own way, and sometimes we write terrible songs, and sometimes we don't. <laughs> you know, and sometimes we we write lyrics that we all are like, really, dude, that's what you came up with. And then there's times where we're like, oh, that's gold. Um, but I, I I think it's fun to write with a bunch of different artists that come from different backgrounds and. And and depending on the project you're working on kind of dictates the the direction of the song. But like when I worked with Seven Dust, um, you know, being such a big fan of Seven Dust, like it was fun to kind of tap into that that mm-hmm. world a little bit. That's awesome, awesome. Completely off the uh, track of music, Rams Bengals. Ooh, I have no picks. Um, <laughs> I'm I am the the least sports person you'll meet, um, but. I mean, let's just go. Let's just say Rams. All right. I mean, why not? All right. I, I have nothing to lose. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I have a few things here. What, uh, what about you? What? I'm. I'm. I. I want a good game, and I want some good food. Yeah. And I'm. I'm pretty sure I'm going to have some good food. Um, I want Bengals thirty four thirty because they're just confident and they don't know any better right now because they they shouldn't be in the Super Bowl right now. They're all no, young. I, I like being there and seeing mm-hmm. a good game. I I could care less of who who wins or loses. Nice. Um, you've been on both these shows, so American Idol or The Masked Singer? Uh, well, I can say that The Masked Singer was definitely the trippiest experience of my career. Um, I've never done acid, but I, I, remember, <laughs> I remember looking around at everyone on, on the stage, and we couldn't talk to each other because we couldn't you know, reveal your voices, and no one knew who each other was. And I'm looking around going, this must be what it's like to be on acid. Like, everybody's in, like, animal costumes doing these weird gestures because they can't speak. And it was the weirdest thing. I'm like, what am I doing right now? This is so crazy. But it yeah, was so much fun. But you said to me, if Ryan Reynolds can do it, that then was why, the ins- why that, am I not doing it? That was it? the inspiration, for sure, mm-hmm. when I saw him do that uh, Korean mass singer i mean he's worth like a billion dollars with you know marvel and his cell phones and, and, his, stuff. and his gin company <laughs> oh, damn so. you ryan reynolds <laughs> you've got it all he he pretty much does is he, he mar- does. is he married yeah blake lively that's right oh yeah. I, I don't know with the hollywood if they've divorced they're not divorced still going so. oh, good for him or whatever <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm sure he deserves it. I'm sure. I'm sure. Hopefully he's not a. Hopefully he's a nice guy. I've met him once and he was a sweetheart. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So tonight over at the Music Box, I believe there's limited tickets maybe available. Yeah, uh, limited. Very limited. Very limited. Go to the, theborgata.com. You can go to the box office right there, which is right outside the Music Box. An evening with Daughtry. And uh, Chris, thank you. I do want to swing me. it back to 15 years ago. Yeah. When you recorded What I Want with Slash, were you all in the studio together? So we had already recorded. our. The song was done. And when I wrote that song with Brian Howes, we all I remember the night we wrote it. We were like driving up Sunset, blasting the demo out of the car, thinking we were Guns N' Roses. And uh, <laughs> we always thought it had this Guns N' Roses vibe to it. So our A&R guy at the time, Ashley Newton, 
had worked with Slash with Velvet Revolver and was like, hey, how, what do you think about getting Slash to do a guitar solo on this? I was like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea, and I'm sure he'll say no. Um, and he's like, oh, I'll ask him. And he asked him, he just like said yes, showed up at the studio, drive, pulls up in his Aston Martin, baseball cap turned backwards. I was like, can I grab your guitar for you, Mr. Slash? He's like, no, nah, bro, I got it. And he comes in, I was like, do you mind if I... Um, Come in and, and watch it. He goes, bro, it's your record. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was great, man. He was such a cool, like, down-to-earth dude and smoked a few cigarettes with him. And, and that was that was my Slash experience. Well, you said he rolled in with the uh, the baseball hat. I was, ask, was the top hat on? No, just some ripped-up jeans, a T-shirt, and a baseball cap. Because I've, I've asked uh, Miles Kennedy. And their new record came out today, actually, Slash oh, and Miles s- Kennedy oh, Conspirators. We have him coming here in a month uh, here in Atlantic City. But I've said, have, have you ever seen the hat off? Has it ever fallen off? He goes, no, man. It's always on his head. And it doesn't matter which direction he's in. The hat never goes off. He's wow. an alien. He's wow. an alien. So. so he's got some hairpins in there just keeping that thing I in. guess. I mean, yeah. well, I guess once it was off because it got stolen at one point in time, but oh. he did get it back. You, you don't think he has like a closet full of them? I think he has the original one from Appetite wow, for Destruction. I'm pretty would, sure it is. Unless so, someone stole it. I don't want to know what that smells like. Booze and Guns N' Roses. <laughs> yes, there <laughs> whatever, you go. Whatever Guns N' Roses smells like. Chris, thank you so much Thanks for, for stopping by. Absolutely. Let's play what I want. Daltry. Let's do it. Slash 103.7 WMGM Rock.